Hi, I'm Mars Ward, president of Callaway's Nursery. We're based right here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and we're proud to sponsor this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. One of my really good friends in the nursery industry. Thank you, Morris, very, very much. And thank you, Callaway's, for the sponsorship. Folks, if you happen to be in a Callaway's today or this week, look up the manager. There's always a manager or assistant manager on duty, always. And uh, let that person know, him or her, know that you listen to the program and that you appreciate their sponsorship. They are the ones who go back to the, the manager meetings. They are the ones who can say to Morris and to John Peters and the others, Hey, it pays. It pays off. I have customers coming in. So there you go. Thank you very much, Morris. Always good to hear your voice. And welcome to my program. I'm Neil Sperry. We are here from 8 until 10 every Sunday morning on WBAP. I've been doing this program in three different uh, iterations. First uh, at uh, uh, a station that no longer exists on the 570 dial, not KLIF, but a prior station for two and a half years, then at another place for 30 years, and now here for 11 years. So it's been quite a ride, and I hope it goes on for a long, long time. You can call this morning between now and 10, 800-288-WBAP. It's a live program. Think of that, live on Sunday mornings, on the weekend, a live program. Give us a call now, won't you please? Mike Bass is answering the phones and running the boards, and uh, so we're in good hands. 800 288 WBAP, call now. While the phone lines are empty, we have three lines that we utilize, and uh, so uh, there's a premium on those. I don't sell tickets. It's free, 800-288-9227. We begin the program every Sunday morning with Steve Huddleston, the public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the wonderful Botanic uh, Botanic Research Institute of Texas. Steve, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Yes, good morning, Neil. What's going on in your life? I see a lot of a uh, lot of colorful plants coming up here, and they look like flowering plants. So that's kind of fun, well, flowering and foliage. Yes, yes. Uh, the first one is evergreen wisteria. Uh, this is starting to bloom now. It always starts mid to late summer and blooms through November or so. This is a twining woody vine native to China. Uh, it has lustrous leathery green leaves and terminal clusters of deep reddish-purple flowers. The clusters can be as long as eight inches. This is a zone eight plant, but it has survived our winters for a good 10 or 15 years. You want to plant this in full sun and provide strong support for this vine because it becomes quite woody uh, over time. Uh, We feature this in front of and behind the garden center. And no uh, freeze damage this past winter? Well, yes. uh, We cut it down to the the ground and it, uh, it, it bounced right back. Did it, and it's blooming or getting ready to bloom right now. Then it is. Yes, I saw it bloom on it this past week. I'll yeah. bet it came back vigorously. A lot of the plants that have come back from their roots have come back very strongly. Now, folks, not to be confused, this is not the wisteria that you're familiar with in the spring. This is called evergreen wisteria. It's Miletia, M-I-L-E-T-T-I-A, Miletia reticulata. I think if you just get Miletia and evergreen yeah. wisteria as a Google search, I think you'll find it without any problem. It's a really pretty vine. It's not, Steve talks about it being a strong grower and and needing a strong support at that it is still not like the, not like the spring wisteria but uh, but a pretty pretty vine and a lovely 
uh, plant. There are, have been a few in McKinney. I need to drive back into those neighborhoods and see how they fared after the winter. I haven't thought to do that. Mm-hmm. So now the next plant that you want to talk about is Blue Days, and this is a charming small plant, isn't it? It's pretty. Well, it is, yes. Uh, it's called Evolulus, and the cultivar is Blue Days, and there's some other cultivars out there, too. Uh, but anyway, this is a summer annual. It, it's only four inches tall, but spread, uh, you know, a good 18 inches, maybe two feet, gray-green leaves, and nickel-sized blue flowers. And that is the bluest blue you've ever seen. It is a true blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good for the front of the border, trailing over walls, or as the spiller in containers. It's a soft-spoken plant and just a beautiful plant. And, folks, if you've not thought about it or not heard us talk about it before, blue is by far the most difficult color to attain in landscaping. Mm-hmm. And when Steve refers to true blue, that's the that's the all-time prize. Yes. So. Well, and then here's the next one is something purple. Uh, we talked about purple a week or so ago, but here's another uh, purple leaf plant. This is a perennial ground cover. It's called Purple Heart. It's Tradescantia pallida. It covers uh, the ground. It dies to the ground in the winter, but returns the following spring. Uh, it's grown for its rich purple leaves, although the plant features small pink flowers. Uh, it gets about a foot tall, two to four feet wide. You want to plant this in full sun to part shade. You can use this as a ground cover in hanging baskets, in containers, uh, as the spiller plant. So uh, it's very versatile, very, very versatile in the landscape. We have one of the North Texas cities that uses this in their medians in, in concrete between curbs in oh six-lane six roads. And it's beautiful, about six, about seven or eight months a year. And you think each fall when you go into the wintertime, well, see ya. It's been nice. And it yes. comes back every spring. It's just an amazingly tough plant. This is a yes. wandering Jew relative, and you just can't imagine. Well, Tradescantia, there you are. I mean, it's in the in the genus. And you can't imagine right. that this is going to come, come back, and it does. It's just a beautiful plant. So, good one. All right, and then Flame Acanthus. Oh, this is sweet. Yes. And I saw one of these in bloom the other day in a in a landscape that was uh, quasi-commercial and quasi-mess, and... And it was just doing beautifully, and I didn't think it would ever survive. You know, it's it's kind of borderline winter hardy. Tell us about this plant. Well, this is a plant, a, a perennial, kind of a subshrub, actually, native to West Texas. Uh, it's drought-tolerant, heat-loving, small shrub that works well in the perennial border. Gets about three feet tall, uh, blooms midsummer through frost, covered with long, slender, red or orange tubular flowers, that, of course, hummingbirds love. Mm-hmm. It grows well in sunny, well-drained exposures throughout the state. It's a good choice for sites with poor soils and reflected heat, uh, although it appreciates some extra water in the dry summer months. Uh, it's hardy through Zone 8, and it's root-hardy to Zone 7. We have it in our trial garden, elsewhere throughout the garden. Uh, I see it in landscapes around town. Uh, it's, a, it's a good, tough plant. This past uh, February was really strange because plants that we thought would make it right on through without any problem at all froze, and plants like this that I thought would freeze and be gone and have to be bought again uh, came through quite well. This plant that I saw uh, had had no freeze damage, or if it had been mm. trimmed out, it did not freeze to the ground, and so mm. it's just uh, it, it's, uh, good for good for those plants. So that's cool. Yes. You have some exhibits up still. Well, we do. Stick work is up through the end of the year. That's a uh, large exhibit made out of American elm and roughly of dogwood. It's uh, in the Fuller Garden through the rest of the year and probably on into 2022. 
Uh, Texas Bee Oasis, 3,000 bee cups have been installed in the Fuller Garden. These capture irrigation water, and uh, the idea is to supply water to the bees to help our pollinators along, and those cups can be purchased in the Garden Center gift shop or in the gift shop at Brett, either way. All right. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right. University Drive is the way you get to the zoo and to Casa Manana and uh, to TCU. I'm going back and forth across I-30, but yeah. uh, that's that's the general area. Fort Worth Botanic Garden is the is the first thing north of I-30, so it's uh, they have the premier location and uh, easy to find. So that part's fun. How do they find you on the telephone if they want to dial the 24-hour information line? That is 817-463-4160. Okay, I'll repeat it, 817-463-4160. And the website's easiest part of all for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. What is that? That is fwbg.org. Steve Huddleston is the public relations manager for both Brit and the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. I appreciate you, my friend. Well, thank you. Talk to you next week. Thank you, Steve, very, very much. That is sponsored by Arborological Services, the leaders in tree care. They are the experts your trees deserve. I was out admiring the work that they did on our trees on Friday yesterday, and oh my goodness, I'll say it again and again and again. These folks are the best. They're the very best, and that's why they've won the award. Some of the awards are named for their people. And uh, I hope that you will use them for your tree service. There's another company out there that's uh, tried to copy their name, tried to copy their their uh, logo. Oh, my goodness. But here's what you can't copy. Arborological Services has three Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. This is an individual award given to one person per year as the best arborist in the state of Texas. And uh, they have three men who have won that award over the years. Uh, They have an 11-time Texas State Champion tree climber, one-time North American uh, tree climber. And uh, that's Miguel Pastanez. He heads up the crew that comes to our house, was at our house day before yesterday doing work on our trees. This is a company that has 12 International Society of uh, Arboriculture certified arborists. And uh, I've advertised for them for more than 20 years. They're the ones that are on my website. The phone number is 866-552-7267. That makes it sound like some big national firm. They're not national. They're local. They know the trees locally. You need to call and and have them work with your trees because your trees deserve the best and Arborological Services, they are the best. Arborological.com. It's spelled just like it sounds. Arbor and then the letter I, logical. It's a forestry term and it's all one word. Arborological Services. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter at the tree experts and on the web again arborological.com 8665527267 arborological services I'm Ginger with Callaway's Nursery in Southlake. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Thank you Ginger very very much. We go to our first call for this day and it's Larry in Arlington. Larry, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How may I help you? Well, I need your advice. 
I recently had seven crepe myrtles cut down on the east side of my front yard. Oh, my. And, yeah, but the reason being they were very badly misformed by the prior owners. But more importantly than that, I live on a corner lot, and there's a fairly heavily traveled road to my side, and they were very much a safety hazard for oncoming traffic. Okay. So good, better, or worse, I had them cut down, and they were stump ground. But now I'm having some little sprouts come back up, and I want to know what I could apply to kill them off so that I could plant some sod in that area. Okay, well, they will continue to come up. They're coming from the roots, obviously, and and, uh, that will give out after two or three years if you do nothing other than mow them off frequently. A broadleafed weed killer will kill them. Uh, The problem is that getting enough into those shoots to kill those roots because the roots are still fairly large the ones that were not ground mm-hmm. uh, will be your challenge the roots have a lot of stem stamina and uh, so getting enough of the herbicide into the root system uh, will be the biggest challenge but a, a broadleaf weed killer containing 2,4-D is what you're looking for it's going to be labeled for poison ivy control uh, for um, uh, dandelions things of that sort um, it probably, because they're the more common type, will also have two other active ingredients. It may be labeled as Trimec because of three different broadleaf weed killers together. Those other two are going to be active in the soil. They can go into the soil, go into roots, and, and kill plants out by their through their roots, which can be a problem if you have trees and shrubs with roots in that area, so you have to be kind of careful. I would use a pump sprayer and apply the broadleaf weed killer directly to the sprouts as they come up while they're growing actively. All of this stuff works better if it's uh, applied when the, when the sprouts are very active. Now, that's what I've been doing, but it doesn't seem to have had a whole lot of effects so far. That's what I, that's what I said. I, it's going to be very difficult. I've been through this a couple of times, and I know from the voice of experience, crepe myrtles are tenacious. Yopon hollies are the same way. If they have sprouts... And uh, for some reason, the, uh, the, the mother plant is gone. Uh, uh, live oaks are the same way. If you take the mother tree out for one reason or another and you get sprouts, it's going to take a while. That speeds it up, but it doesn't, it doesn't uh, do the whole job for you. All okay. you can do is be diligent about it. I will continue to do that. I just there. didn't know if I needed something stronger like a ground clear or something like that. So. Well, if you do that, then you're going to have a residual in the soil, I would be afraid, and, and uh, you wouldn't be able to plant any faster anyway. Mowing okay. is not is not a bad deal because you, you're going to have to mow that grass anyway, and uh, you're not going to notice them. If you mow them often, they'll, they'll get discouraged pretty quickly. Okay. Well, I appreciate it then. All right. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right, that uh, opens one line. We only have that one line open. It is at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book. Let me just do a quick version of this ad to give you the important things that you need to know. The way you order it, since it's not in stores and not on Amazon, would be to go to my website. That's neilsperry.com. That's the better place to order it. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y. 
com, or you can call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way is always going to be at neilsperry.com. This is my latest book now in its fifth printing. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. 344 pages, 840 photographs, 11 chapters that cover all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. I self-published it so I could have exactly what I wanted this time, and I'm really pleased with it. Printed in Texas, a hardback on high-quality paper. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables, it's all in the book. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to do everything. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, available by calling my office 800-752-GROW during weekday business hours, or better yet, going to my website at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. That is our church, that's our pastor, and it's a very special place with a very special uh, staff. I hope you'll join us, sharingtheheart.org, the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. I'm proud to, uh, to, to, to give at no charge, obviously. I wouldn't charge my church that uh, mention. Join us, won't you please? Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair. I'm proud to have this uh, company as my sponsor since 1995. That's a long time. They have uh, they have served so many families, so many homes across North Texas, including the Sperry House and including a house that we owned uh, for our business office for 24 years. And they did a beautiful job in both cases, and they'll do the same thing for you. I didn't know and don't know the foundation repair industry that well. Uh, I did ask for referrals so that I could learn more about it. And 15 customers said, oh, my goodness, and variations of this. Oh, my goodness, we are so pleased with the work that Fred Marshall and his team did on our home, on our foundation. We are proud to recommend them to you as, a, as an advertiser, as someone who will be speaking on behalf of them. That was back in 1995, and it's just been great ever since. And I'm here to tell you from my own experience, they are legitimate. They are wonderful. If you don't have a foundation problem, they will tell you that. But you know what the symptoms of foundation troubles are. You have doors and windows that don't work properly. You're beginning to see cracks in the uh, tile or the grout. Uh, uh, joints, uh, brick and mortar joints. You're beginning to hopefully not see uh, cracks in the in the brick or the tiles. But if you are, oh my goodness, get them out right away. They will do a very sophisticated 
uh, a test of your foundation. Uh, it's done above grade. They're not drilling or doing anything like that. It's done above grade with uh, equipment that will determine if there are grade elevation changes in your foundation. They'll show you exactly where they are and the quantity of the of the of the uh, the problem. It's like a topographic map of your floor. And I was amazed. He said, you have a a two-and-a-half-inch fall from that corner to that corner gesturing across the same room. And sure enough, when they got it all fixed, it was whole once again. We are thrilled with the work that Advanced Foundation Repair did for us. Nobody wants to have a foundation problem, but if you do, I'm proud that this is the company I can recommend to you. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com, plural, foundationrepairs.com, and on the phone, it's that melodic phone number, 214-333-0003. 214-333-0003, Advanced Foundation Repair. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Ryan Martin with Callaway's in Dallas on Greenville Avenue. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Ryan, very, very much. And let's go to Joe uh, Joe in Oak Point. Joe, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Uh, By the way, I've uh, listened to you for many, many, many years since I was a little kid growing up in Carrollton, Texas. Thank Um, you. My wife and I are on five acres in Oak Point, uh, just by Louisville Lake. We probably have about 800 trees, mm-hmm. uh, almost all of which are post oaks and cedar elms, mm-hmm. some red juniper. My neighbors have uh, watered for grass and have found that they've lost a great many mature post oaks because they've overwatered them. And we can't grow anything on the ground, even though I've raised the canopy of the trees. Uh, I'm looking for an evergreen. Uh, ground cover the shade and drought tolerant okay what i have used beneath my pecan trees and been very happy with has been mondo grass monkey grass um we have probably joe i don't know i need to do some kind of a rough measure and just get a determination but i probably have between half an acre and an acre of of monkey grass that that i have uh, planted uh in on our 11 acres it's not there there are nine of those acres that have zero of it uh, we have about an acre and a half of our of our property that is landscaped we're almost totally uh shaded also but ours is pecan it, it doesn't make any difference but the the shade is the shade and most of what i have is gently irrigated or not irrigated uh, along our county road is gently irrigated uh, there are places where I have used it for erosion control uh, at a creek where I was having some pretty bad recession of the creek bank, and I just planted it there pretty close to uh, almost plant to plant to plant, um, and it did a beautiful job of, of growing together and holding that soil and stopped the erosion right away. It was wonderful and is wonderful, and it has spread. Uh, I bought 2,000 plants in 1988. I have bought none since. Uh, I propagate my own from the edge of the plantings that I have. It does spread, and so I take maybe 8 or 12 inches of it uh, every couple of years to, to, to get enough to go elsewhere that I want to go. So that would, be, that would be one good recommendation. If you can water it a little bit, that will help it spread faster. Um, other options that you would have, the shade is is. A, a big part of the answer 
Uh, it's, it's harder to get things to grow in the shade. Purple winter creeper euonymus would do well for you. It's a trailing ground cover. Uh, and it will do well, but again, if you can water it just a little bit to get it started, it's going to have to have that to get it started. Any ground cover will uh, for the first year, and uh, doesn't mean you have to water it uh, three times a week, but you just get the plants established, and they'll take over from there. Now, one thing I want to tell you about post oaks, they are they are looking for a reason to die, and, and what happens when we have several acres of post oaks and we clear them so that we can see under them and and mow and travel around under them with with our four-wheeler or whatever we don't have any young post oaks their life expectancy is 75 to 100 years and and we leave the plants that are 50 years old the trees and so eventually after 20 or 30 years they begin to die and we think oh my i've killed my trees and in reality it's just in a lot of cases it's those trees aging out 2011 was that horrific drought year and a lot of them died in 2012 and 13 from the effects of that so before your neighbors and and maybe even you blame yourself for killing any of them by overwatering, it may just it could just be uh, life expectancy and the results of the 2011 drought so you know assuming that they didn't pile a bunch of soil or cut a bunch of roots or something Right, right. Now, uh, all the neighbors have told me that they're drought tolerant, and if you water them, you can kill them. And one neighbor who's on two acres said he lost 25 mature trees in a year because they were watering constantly and trying to get the grass to grow. Okay, well, I just, I want to be heard that I didn't say watering constantly. I'm just saying that if if you have a landscape, I grew up in College Station where it's all post oaks, and there were beautiful landscapes, and people took care of their landscapes, but they didn't water constantly. I'm putting that in air quotes now. Uh, sure. I don't. I don't know what this person did, and maybe they did overdo it. Maybe they brought soil in. That's a, that's the kiss of death to post oaks. But uh, I'm just saying that it is possible to coexist with post oaks. It's just more difficult. Okay. Okay. No, I, I definitely hear you. So. Uh, uh, is there anything in particular you would do to try to help the post oaks survive since, you, as you say, they're looking for a reason to die? Yes, I would have a, frankly, I would have a certified arborist, the company I did the ad for a few minutes ago. I'd have them yeah. on site to hold your hand and, and, and help you plan what you're about to do. Uh, that's just a consultation. It doesn't necessarily involve any work on their part. It just is, involves somebody watching what you're going to do and saying, yes, you can put those beds in, but don't go down any farther. I was, I was on a job of that exact sort with the owner of the company uh, a week ago just as a friend, uh, as a, as a, I've got to get to a newscast here. I'm three minutes late already, so I just looked at my clock. Um, as a favor to a friend of mine, it was his friend who needed the help, and, and it's my advertiser on the other side. And so I said, well, I'll just come and, and listen in. And it was all about how to save trees when some construction was going to be done. And um, and and so that that's the best thing you can do, and let them see it on site and see what you want to do for the ground cover. But they definitely can coexist. Very well. Well, I, I will consult those people you recommended, and I will tell them I learned of them through you.
Well, that's that's fine too. But but get a get a pro on the site to help you, and you can you can accomplish it. I'm not going to guarantee you that there won't be a tree or two that will die, but it won't be you causing the problem. That's sure. what you need to know. It's them. They are cantankerous old goat trees. They just are mean. That's why you never see them sold in nurseries. Nurserymen hate them. <laughs> so they're just nasty trees. I grew up with them. My dad co-founded the Range and Forestry Department. I heard him say the same thing to his students. I, I get it. <laughs> so I appreciate your call, Joe. Thank you. All right, let me get to my break here. need to get my ad in, and then we'll get to Dennis. Poor Dennis. It's uh, typical of me. Callaway's Nursery. Don't go there for post oak trees. Visit, you go there for bur oaks trees. They look like post oaks. Visit your local Callaway's Nursery today. Discover their vast selection of blooming shrubs. You'll find favorites like Vitex, Texas Sage, Camellias for a shady area, and so many more. Blooming shrubs will provide you with some of the most outstanding and long-lasting blooms to enjoy year after year. And in addition to their beauty and diversity, they add to your landscape. They offer many other benefits. Shrubs provide texture and color in the summer. They serve as windbreaks in the winter if you need that. The environment even benefits as shrubs filter dust and pollutants. They provide shelter and food for birds, and many attract hummingbirds and butterflies. Shrubs reduce erosion from heavy water water runoff, and most importantly, they add beauty and value to your home. Callaways will even plant them for you with their pick-and-plant service. You pick the plants and stay cool while they do the work for you. It's especially convenient with larger plants like large shrubs and, and trees. You can always count on Callaways to bring you the very best, and everything is backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. A better nursery, a better garden, I'm sorry, begins with better plants, and that's exactly what you find at Callaway's Nursery. Visit the breezy open-air store in your local community or order online. Use our convenient curbside pickup or delivery. Go to Callaway's.com to find a location near you. Visit their newest Dallas locations on Greenville Avenue and Lemon Avenue. They're open seven days a week from 9 until 6. That's Callaway's Nursery. It's life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. Niels Ray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email every Thursday about 6 p.m. There's always a featured question of the week. There's always a featured plant of the week. And there's always gardening this weekend where I point out the most critical things to get done in the ensuing three or four days. If you want to see what it looks like, go to neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. Scroll down just below the sign-up information. You'll see the... Uh, the most recent issue, you can click on it and take a look, and you'll say, yep, I want that. It's free, it's weekly, it's Neil Sperry's eGardens. Sign up at neilsperry.com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. Hurricane Ida will slam into New Orleans today. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident's blocking the number one and number two lanes of southbound 45 at Overton Road. Constructions close the number one lane of northbound 35W between Luella Street and Highway 121. 
for WBAP's first traffic on the ones. I'm Dennis Smart. Now the Sunday WBAP forecast. Today is going to be sunny, warm, and muggy. Stray shower or storms possible, not likely, but possible. High temperature today, 92. Tomorrow, much of the same. Sunny, again with a possible shower or storm. Tomorrow's high, 93. Right now, it's 81 degrees. Category 4 Hurricane Ida barreling towards New Orleans this morning. Intense rain, 150-mile-an-hour wind, and flooding is expected. Fox Weather's Madeline Rivera is waiting for uh, Ida in New Orleans. Maximum sustained winds now of 150 miles per hour. And here in New Orleans, we could see up to 20 inches of rain. So that leads to flash flooding, flooding along the rivers, along the tributaries. Everyone here, they were told to either evacuate in low-lying areas, but for people outside of the levees, they had to evacuate. That was a mandatory evacuation. And all of this happening on the 16th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. City officials have reassured citizens that the levees and drainage systems in New Orleans have been improved since Hurricane Katrina. Thousands of voting rights advocates rallied across the country in a number of cities yesterday calling for sweeping protections against what they see as a further erosion of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update at 9 o'clock, 24-7 news coverage at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. And this message is from Mueller. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered. They feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant, and they come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. True value shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them today at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. Or you can visit them online at MuellerInc.com. M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Mueller. Mueller means more. Mueller means value. If you're back in the office or working from home, feel free to listen on your computer at WBAP.com. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. If you're wanting to upgrade your home, one of the great places to start would be with Sunburst Shutters. We have them at our home. We had been struggling for a year or more about what are we going to do with our old window treatments. Now, that was 11 years ago, and I've told you about them for a good while now. Sunburst Shutters, they came on the scene at just the right time for us. They contacted me and said, we'd kind of like to talk to you about advertising. And when I saw the, 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 the Sunburst Shutters at their factory showroom, I said, you know what? I would like to talk to you about advertising, but more than that, 
that, I'd like to talk to you about having sunburst shutters in our house, and the rest is history. We have them in our home, and we love them in our home. My wife is so pleased, and uh, you will be too. Now, let me tell you a little little bit about them. They're made of polywood. It's a proprietary man-made material that only they have, sunburst shutters. It is. Uh, it looks like wood. It looks like the highest quality uh, wood uh, uh, shutters you've ever seen. They're white or off-white, and they're color fast all the way through. And we have this big hurricane offshore right now. When Hurricane Harvey came through Houston and flooded Houston, there were other conventional lesser shutters, wood shutters, that had to be scrapped and thrown away because they had cracked and warped and split and peeled, and they were they were shot. All that sunburst shutters had to have happened, they needed to be washed and cleaned. That's all. Didn't take very long, and they were back in business. Sunburst shutters. I don't mean the 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 the, the uh, sales area was back in business. I mean the homeowners were back with their sunburst shutters. It was that easy to clean them. They have uh, some sheets and news releases to that effect. It's a great shutter. Two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louver size. They're plantation style shutters, and they're wonderful. They are highly energy efficient, and they block out all of the light, all of the light. Just take a look at them. Let them bring samples to your home and hold them up in the windows, and you'll see what I'm talking about. 214-343-2601. Sunburst shutters. Hollywood shutters also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Once again, that phone number for all is 214-343-2601, and the website is sunburstshutters.com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Wendy Vanderbeck from the Hewland Store, and now back to Neil. She has been a dear friend of my wife Lynn and mine since the first day that we did ads for Callaways and, and a sponsorship. Thank you, Wendy. She's a wonderful friend. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Kathy in Dallas. Kathy, this is Neil. Good morning. Hi. I have a St. Augustine lawn, and it's being overtaken by crow's feet weed. I don't know what that is by that name. Is it a grass or is it a broadleafed weed? It's a kind of a broadleaf weed, but okay. it's a big. Hmm. That's okay. I can help you. I, I don't have okay. to know what it is exactly. Um, is I'm guessing that it probably is perennial, or do you know? Does it come back from seed only, or does it come back from its roots? No. <clears throat> it has seeds. That, there's a small stem that comes up out of the middle, and then it has seeds on it, and they're shaped like crow's feet. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But my point being, does it come back from its root system in the spring? I imagine it does yes. not. It, oh, it, does. Okay. Over, it has taken over my parkway, and okay. I didn't pay that much attention to it, but now it's jumped over the sidewalk and has started taking over my lawn as well. All right. I would suggest that you take a sample of it into one of the master certified nursery professionals at one of the Callaways in your neighborhood, Kathy. You have several uh-huh. in the Dallas area. And let them identify it for you so you'll have the name. It's, I don't want to try to name it uh, from descriptions on a phone call. But uh, to the point, any broadleafed weed can be controlled uh, with a broadleafed weed killer spray containing 2,4-D. 
and uh, you'll have to be a little careful with uh, using those in St. Augustine. Uh, but if you do that, then uh, those uh, uh, any broadleaf weed can pretty much be controlled with a broadleaf weed killer containing 2,4-D. I wouldn't do it when it's just boldly hot. Uh, generally, it's better if it's uh, 85 or, or cooler. You might do it in the evening. Uh, I would suggest that you... Um, uh, you might just wait a week or two to do it. It's, the temperature is going to break here before long. I, I was going to say you might try a small area and see how it uh, how it works uh, in terms of any damage to the St. Augustine, but I think it's better just to wait until it gets a little cooler. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You are welcome. That should take care of it. Uh, if it comes up in the spring, I would definitely address it before it turns hot in the summer. And to get it while it's young and vigorously growing, that's going to be your, your absolutely the best time to eliminate it. And okay. uh, usually when you're out in the parkway like that, uh, the reason that weeds get started out there is because the grass is not quite as uh, aggressive as it needs to be. St. Augustine is a very aggressive grass. And uh, usually if, uh, if you take good care of the St. Augustine, it'll crowd out most of the broadleafed weeds. So I've given you at least a little to get started on, and, and okay. uh, I don't think you'll have any problem getting rid of it. I appreciate your, yeah, appreciate your call and your waiting on me. Have a good day. You too. All right. Thank you. All right. We had uh, Julio who waited, and he would be on the air right now, and he hung up just about 30 seconds ago. Julio, if you want to call back, we'll, we'll get you on. I had to get the newscast in. So anyway, uh, we'll come to Jim in Denton in just a second. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is your go-to gardening reference book. I self-published it so I could have the book I always wanted. When you work through a publishing house, you have to work with their committees, and you don't even know most of the people who are at the table with you. They're usually out of the, the finance office, the, the accounting office, and uh, they're trying to bring the price down and down and down. They start talking paperbacks. They start talking about ganging all the photos in the center of the book. and Oh, yeah, no. And so I decided I was going to self-publish my own book. I could hire Carolyn Skye as my editor and Cindy Smith as my graphic designer because they're simply the best. And I've worked with each of them on so many projects, and that's how it worked. And the three of us put this book together. It took a year to do so. 344 pages, 840 photographs, and my, my friend, the dear... Uh, late Colin Flood found us Clear Visions printers in San Antonio to print. And I said, I, I just want somebody in the United States, preferably Texas. And he said, how about Clear Visions? And I said, I don't know them, but that sounds great. And man, I am so glad we found them. And uh, then uh, the ba- book has been bound by Universal Book Bindery, also in San Antonio. This is a Texas book. And that's important to me. If you're from Texas, you get it. If you're not from Texas, well, you will eventually. <laughs> Satisfaction guaranteed or a full refund. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetable gardening for every county in the state of Texas. 840 of my photos, 344 pages, hardback, high-quality paper, only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. And satisfaction completely guaranteed. I'll sign your book when you buy your book. I do that. They're all in my garage, and I sign them as I sell them. We'll get it in the mail this week. Here are two, the two ways you can order it. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. It's another decision I made. I know I don't sell as nearly as many that way, but that's, that's okay because I get to sign them this way. Order it from neilsperry.com, my website, N-E-I-L. 
S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, or you can call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800 grow 800-752-4769. But again, the better way is to order directly off my website at neilsperry.com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Repair. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Thank you, Snoopy, very much. Whiskey Stone on Monday through Saturday. They are great people. You'll enjoy going there. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited. Speaking of enjoying going there, there are three of their stores that sponsor my radio broadcasts here and at KLIF. The uh, Dallas store at 5715 West Lover's Lane next to Nichols and Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. And actually, that's just about a block west of the Dallas North Tollway on Lover's Lane. Ron's store, Ron has been there a long time at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, the northwest corner of Abrams. And the McKinney store, Birdie's store, I was in it two days ago at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway two doors south of Tom Thumb. That's uh, the McKinney store. Those three joined together to sponsor my broadcasts. I hope you'll get in and, and visit with them. The hummingbirds are coming through town. They're headed south for the winter time. They are true acrobats. They dart and they dip and they flit and they flutter as they look for the high-energy foods they need to fuel their flights. At Wild Birds Unlimited, they can show you how to attract hummingbirds and other wild birds to your backyard by offering the right food in the right bird feeder. And they'll even show you how to do it with no mess and no critters. Stop by their store to learn about attracting birds to your backyard. Or you can find them on the web at wbu.com slash dfw. Their knowledgeable, friendly, and enthusiastic staff will be there to help you get your backyard ready for adorable hummingbirds and other wild birds. Wild Birds Unlimited. Again, 5715 West Lover's Lane, about a block west of the Dallas North Tollway in Dallas, in Dallas, East Dallas, at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, and in McKinney, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. 
We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest plants, products, and services. I'm Lynn from the South Arlington Callaways. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Lynn, very, very much. Let me give you the phone number. If you'd like to call, we have a line open right now. Just a heads up for you. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I'm here until 10, so we have plenty of time for you. Jim is in Denton. Jim, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I'm sure you're doing all right. I have, uh, first of all, let me thank you for what Kathy said. You advised her. I've got an acre of St. Augustine, and I have similar issues. But that's not my point. My point is I, I love multi-trunk trees. I bought uh, I bought a red oak this last weekend. The only multi-trunk I could find, and one of the trunks is about four and a half feet higher than the other two. Uh, can I cut that off and still maintain a good-looking tree? It's all about aesthetics. Okay, so you have a multi-trunk tree, and you have one of the trunks that you don't want to have, and you just want to cut it off, and, and you're wondering if that's going to damage the rest of the tree? No, I, I just want to take about four feet off of it. I don't want to cut the whole trunk off. So you're going to reduce the height of it by four feet, of that one trunk? Yes, yes. Um, I don't know what kind of a check I'm being asked to sign blank here. <laughs> I don't know, without seeing that trunk, I don't know how big a stub that's going to leave or how strange it's going to look. Uh, certainly, it's going to branch out, and it, it, it could work fine. How big is the, will the cut be? How, how wide across? How big is the stump going to be? Long be the, 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 well, the stump, after I cut that, that one long trunk off, it will still be eight feet high. There's one trunk that's about 12, 12 and a half No, that's high. not what I'm asking. When you cut the 12-foot uh, trunk back to 8 feet, how big in diameter will the, the cut surface be? Oh, probably uh inch, inch and a half. Yeah, I think you can do that. Um, then at that point, when it branches out, when you get a new shoot that develops from one of the, the sides of that trunk, of, of that 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 trunk it's a trunk then at that point you need to cut it back fairly close to the chute that you leave as the new trunk and get rid of the stub that will be there and um so that you don't have decay set in if you if you leave a stub of three or four inches you'll get decay that will ruin the whole trunk but if you're willing to do that then you should be fine do i paint it uh, it, it's always a good idea on oaks to use black pruning paint. Yes, sir, on, on oaks at any time of the year. It's, yeah, I don't want to qualify that answer. Yes, sir, you should. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate the call. All right, let's see. Let's go to, I have, I have almost two minutes, Sarah in Denton. Sarah, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Yeah, how can I help? Hi. I uh, have a cedar elm that's dropping leaves. And I don't recall that ever happening this early. Is it too early for a cedar elm to be dropping leaves? Uh, it, it happens. Uh, one of the things that will cause that will be if they've had powdery mildew earlier in the summer uh, with all the moisture that we've had and the high humidity and the other things, although those don't always lead to powdery mildew. But just with the conditions that we've had, I wouldn't be surprised if there has been powdery mildew. Uh, are the leaves uh, that are still on the tree, have they all been good and dark green, or have they changed in color in any way? 
Well, I had noticed. I know. I know they turn yellow before they fall, but I'm talking about before that happened. Was there any discoloration of them? They still look green. Okay. They, uh, there are some, you know, that are yellow that are getting ready to fall. I guess. No, I know that. That's yeah. That that would be normal. I wouldn't be particularly concerned about it. I'll bet there has been some powdery mildew influence on the backs of the leaves. That's where you normally see it. It'll be a white. Uh, just a light dusting. It looks like flour, and there's, it, it happens on cedar elms in a way that people aren't even aware of it. Uh, I I would not be at all concerned. I okay. see it on my own, and uh, not heavily yet, but but I see it uh, frequently. I wouldn't worry about it. And there's nothing you can do about it this late in the growing season anyway. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You should be fine. All right, Richard and Comanche, I see you there. You'll be first call up the next hour. Folks, thanks for listening. We have another hour to go.